Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC Sports. Brought to you by JohnnyTShirt.com, the go-to provider for all your Tar Heel gear. For Inside Carolina, this is Taylor Vipolis, and today we have a special guest on the podcast from the Austin Spurs in the G League, and more importantly, a national champion from the Tar Heels, Kenny Williams. First off, Kenny How great does it sound when people introduce you to hear national champion? Man, it's uh, it's unbelievable, man. It's just being able to, you know, of course, play at North Carolina is one thing, but to to win a national championship and be um, a part of that great history forever, um, it's unbelievable. I'm super blessed to be able to say I did it and. You know, it's, it's special every time I walk into the Smith Center and I see the banner hanging up. Um, you know, just because you get – it brings back those memories and, uh, you know, those are things that I'll be able to hold on to for the rest of my life. And to think about how close it came to almost not happening, you initially committed to VCU 15 minutes away from where you grew up. What was it like for you when you found out that Coach Smart was leaving to go to Texas and then all of a sudden your kind of world just flipped upside down? Uh, it was it was tough, actually. I mean, it, it's funny you asking me about this. I was just talking to somebody about it uh, this past week. It was tough. Um, you know, I still remember that day so vividly. Um, you know, I was, I was just in my room at home and the news broke. And, uh, you know, I just broke down because it just seemed like everything was perfect. Everything was aligned the way that it, I thought it was supposed to be. And like you said, the whole world just went upside down. And, you know, it was tough on me at first because, uh, you know, that was one of the biggest decisions in my life. And, uh, you know, being 18 years old, um, you know, just, just having that, whole thing just change up and you know and and, and the, the the thing that made it harder is it was April um so it was it was about time for me to you know I was finishing up high school and I was about to be you know enrolled on campus there and uh, I had my mind made up I had my mind ready and then he decided to leave and it was tough and and like I said I had to break down I, I had to shed some tears but um, you know, the more that the more that time went on, I had to realize that it's just life and he was doing what was best for him and his family. 
so I had to live with it and, uh, you know, take it in the chin and, and keep it moving. And thankfully, Coach uh, Coach Williams called me back. Um, he offered me a scholarship again, and, um, you know, the rest of that is history. When you reopened your recruitment, you were down to North Carolina, Virginia, Florida, and Michigan. But what was it about Coach Williams and UNC that made you comfortable choosing UNC? Um, it was really the visit, man. It's like the visit really set everything apart. And, you know, there was it was around the time when, you know, all the NCAA stuff was happening. And, uh, you know, I, when I was on my visit, I asked Coach, I was straight up with Coach, I was like, what do you think is going to happen with all this NCAA stuff? And he told me, he said, there would be nothing that happened to us. And sure enough, nothing happened. So, um, you know, him being straight with his word was was big. But, you know, just being around the guys when I was on my visit, um, I'm sure you've heard, <laughs> you, you might have heard the story. Um, you know, when I went on my visit, we played pickup. And, you know, I, I really, I shot the ball really well. And uh, it's funny, it was against Justin was guarding me. Um, he might not like it that I'm telling this story, but he was guarding me. And, you know, I made I made a couple shots in a row, and they were giving him a hard time, just like egging it on. Um, it was really Marcus egging it on. And, you know, it was just, it was just a lot of jokes. like, it, And, you know, just hanging out with them, uh, them not making me feel like I was an outsider. They made me feel like I was a part of the team already. And, you know, that was really big for me, just, uh, you know, just being there, not being not being with the guys, but feeling like I had been with them for a couple months. I think it was uh, really big. You know, you had, you had guys like Kennedy and Marcus, guys that could make you feel like, you know, you're part of you're part of the team already. So uh, that was that was really the big part. Being on my visit really set them apart. When you were growing up, when was the first time you realized how good you were and how good you could be at basketball. You're in the G League. You played at such a high level at North Carolina. But when was the first moment you realized that you could get there? It was really high school. Um, you know, all my life, some of my, my coaches had told me that, you know, I was I needed to shoot the ball more because I was so talented. I could, I could make shots. But high school, um, between my freshman and sophomore year, my my coach came up to me and he was like, um, you know, there's there's points out there if you want them. There's 15, 20 points out there if you want them. And you're going to be the one that has to carry this team and go get them. And, you know, that's when me and him really went to work that summer. And, uh, you know, that next season is when, you know, I kind of took off in terms of uh, my play. and. Uh, after that year is when I was start, really started getting recruited by schools and, uh, you know, it started, becoming, it started to become a reality. When you first get to campus that summer in North Carolina, how humbling is it when all of a sudden you're no longer the best player on the court compared to high school? Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's super humbling, man. It's like, uh, you know, you come in – as a freshman, you got guys like Justin, Theo, Marcus, who are established and who were top ten in the class in the country. Um, you know, it's just 
it just helps you realize that, you know, there's still work to do no matter where where you go. Um, you know, you, you go from being, you know, the guy that everybody looks up to, the guy that everybody talks about in your town, to being just another guy on a team of great players. And, you know, you realize that, like I said, it's, it's way more work to do than you think, and it's so humbling. Uh, you know, just realizing that, you know, there's there's other people. Like, you, people talk about it. People say it all the time. Coaches say it. That there's other people working. And, and that was really the eye-opener for me to show that, you know, there's talented guys out here who are working just as hard as me or, or even harder sometimes. So uh, that, it was, it was, that was probably one of the most humbling experiences of my life. Your freshman year, you played behind Marcus Page. What was that experience like, and what do you think you were able to learn from him? Marcus is so smart. So, uh, you know, just playing with him every day, I, I had to pick up on some of his things. And, you know, a lot of it's defensively, uh, you know, just how he approached that side of the floor. I think that's what really started me going with my uh, with the way I play defense is watching him every day seeing that, you know, he wasn't taking the playoff. He was always in the right spot. And, you know, that's what I try to do now. And, uh, you know, he just made me better just going against him and being able to watch him every single day. Um, Like I said, he's so smart. So I had to learn how to be effective against him. Uh, So it just made me better. But I think the big thing is the defensive side of the ball, Marcus, he never took a playoff. He was always in the right spot. And, you know, that's that's the big thing that I took away from him. The ACC championship your freshman year, you got time primarily for your defense against UVA's Malcolm Brogdon. How much confidence did that give you moving forward that the team trusted you in that big of a situation? Uh, it was huge um, because – I mean, I hadn't played that much all season, but, you know, for Coach to throw me in, uh, you know, in the ACC championship against, you know, the the ACC player of the year, I think it was big for me mentally. It's just like, man, this guy really, he he trusts me enough to know that I'm not going to go out here and get, you know, 10 quick points put on my head and, uh, you know, just just to be able to hold down the fort until, you know, our guys that were a little gassed because it was our third game in three days, but our, just to give them enough of a break so that they can finish the game out. And I think, uh, you know, that kind of propelled me in terms of confidence. That year ends with you guys losing the heartbreaker to Villanova. How would you describe the team's mindset that next summer? Everybody was ready to go to work. Uh, you know, we had talked about it. Coach had talked about using it as fuel um, and things like that. And, you know, nobody nobody really took any extended break from working out. I mean, guys took a couple of days and they were back in the way when they were back on the court. And I think that's, that's the kind of mindset we took the whole year was we have to work. And, you know, sometimes – that season, the things didn't go our way, but it always went back to let's get back to work, let's get back to what we do. And, um, you know, I think, like I said, that's that's what really propelled us is 
the fact that that was always burning inside of us and we could always use that. Um, I mean, I, I know it was a, uh, it was a story during the tournament then, but we had the group chat named Redemption um, just so we wouldn't let each other forget what we were, what we were doing, what we were trying to get to. And, and that, that was, that was the whole, the whole thing that fueled us from that summer to the championship is just trying to get back to where we were, uh, get back to it and, and finish it. Uh, and that was what we talked about from the time we got back uh, to the time we raised the trophy. You made a huge leap from your freshman to sophomore year where you're now starting for North Carolina. What was that first start like for you where you're living out basically every kid's dream of playing basketball at North Carolina and now you're starting in the lineup too? It didn't seem real, man. That was that was the dream come true to hear my name called in the starting lineup. I still remember um being 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 in the in the uh on the bench when they're about to do call the names and do the lineups and trying to hold back a a smile just because you know it's it was one of those moments where man this is really happening so you know i was trying to i was, i had to i had to hold back my smile and you know it's 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 hard in the moment to to really take in what's happening because you know we're about to play a game but i i i definitely felt it i knew what was happening and uh you know, I realized that I was really accomplishing one of my dreams. That season, you guys won the Maui Invitational in dominating fashion, but off the court, how fun are trips like that where you get to be with your teammates in a place like Hawaii? Uh, those, those are the best trips, especially when, you know, we come out with a win. That makes it a whole lot better. But, um, you know, just especially that group, uh, you know, with the personalities of Theo, Kennedy, Justin, you know, those kinds of guys, it, it made it that much easier or that much more fun just because, you know, those guys don't know how to have, don't, don't know how to have a bad time. So, you know, being in Hawaii, being in paradise with those guys, um, you know, it's, 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 it's what you, it's the kind of time you want to have in that place. Um, you know, I think I think that that made it a little bit easier um, on the court, just because you know guys aren't uptight, guys are are able to be loose because you got a bunch of guys who are joking around 15 minutes before the game, so you have no choice but to laugh. And, you know, especially with somebody like Theo who for, who forces you to laugh because he's he's just that funny. Um, I think I think it, that was that was one of my favorite trips of my four years, honestly, just just because Hawaii is such a great place and, you know, the, the kind of guys, the group we had, um, you know, that was, a, that was a special, special group. That year you guys were also undefeated at home. I think it was something like 16 and 0, 15 and 0, something along those lines. But when the Dean Dome gets going, how would you explain to people what it's like to play there? It's electric. The floor shakes. Uh, it just makes you want to. It makes you want to run through a wall, honestly. Uh, you know, I, I'm. 
I'm all the way in Texas now, and I I miss playing there uh, just because, you know, you miss interacting with fans, um, you know, especially when everybody's up and jumping. I remember that year uh, we had some big games. I can remember the UVA game was pretty big. We had Louisville come in that year. Um, and then Florida State was pretty big also. And, of course, Duke. I mean, we had some some big-time games and some big-time crowds that year, and it really showed how electric the Smith Center gets, how tough it is to play there, and, you know, how much we can feed off of that crowd when they're really up and jumping and into the game, um, you know, especially when it's full, when, when there's 21,000 people there. So uh, it's – I want to say it's one of those things that you have to be there to really – know what it feels like but if 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 you can think of 21,000 people screaming at the top of their lungs and you know you just feel like you just feel like you're on top of the world especially when you come out on top and everybody's cheering for the win one of those home wins was Roy's 800th career win how cool was it to be a part of that moment and to think you are a part of Coach Williams' legacy as one of the best coaches ever. It's 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 humbling, man. It's you know just being able to be a part of what he's done. Um, you know, so many being a part of so many of his wins. I mean, I I'm I'm thinking about it now. Uh, he's about to pass Coach Smith, and uh, you know you see all the celebrations for him. And you know, I thought about it. I was a part of a couple of those. I was part of. 800 total off to part of 400 in North Carolina. So um, it's, it's a pretty big, it's a pretty big deal because, you know, he's such a special guy. He doesn't want any of that. He doesn't want the attention on him. Uh, even when that does happen, he thanks his players. Like he thinks he comes up and thanks us. So, uh, you know, it's just knowing who he is, the kind of the, the career that he's had, um, being able to be a part of that is, is a pretty big deal. And, you know, he's, like I said, he's such a, a, a great guy, a great coach. You really have no choice but to be happy for him. For you personally, how difficult was it for you to go down with a season-ending injury just a few weeks before the tournament and still be somebody who could be a positive impact for his teammates and kind of turn your attention elsewhere. It was tough, man. I'm I'm not even gonna lie. It was it was one of those things where um it definitely took some time for me to get to where I was, um, especially like like at the final four. It was I think up until um the Elite Eight, it was it was tough. Um, you know, there were days where you know, we would be at shoot around and I would just be like, man, I wish I was out there. And, you know, I would have to, I would have to separate myself for a little bit just to get myself together because it was, you know, it was that tough. Um, I wanted to be out there. And like you said earlier, you know, I was finally, I had cracked the starting lineup. I was playing um, and I was playing pretty well. And, and that happened. Um, but, but uh, you know, I got to a point where I knew, like I knew from the jump, I think they said, I think they first reported like four to six weeks and people were kind of speculating, oh, can he come back for the final four? I knew it wasn't four to six weeks. Um, I knew it would be longer. So 
I kind of knew that the recovery, I knew there was a chance for me to play. I mean, it was still tough. But once I got okay with the fact that, you know, it happened and I wouldn't be able to play that season, um, I just did everything that I could uh, to help, whether that break, whether that was bring energy, whether that was talking to someone uh, about what I saw on the court, uh, whether I needed to encourage somebody. Um, you know, I just tried to figure out what it was that I could do to help the team um, because we nobody would get gain anything from me sulking and crying and uh, feeling sorry for myself. So, so <clears throat> you know, I got to a point where I just – I just started to do whatever I could. Um, and that's what, that's really when I started to, you know, join in on the fun and enjoy it as much as everybody else was that was on the court. I think winning it all and cutting down the nets that night in Glendale definitely helped out a lot. But what do you remember from that night in Arizona? Man, it was, uh, it was so much going on. Um, I, I think the biggest thing I do remember is uh, Justin, Justin literally sprinting to give me a hug when the bu- as the buzzer was going off. Um, that was one of the biggest things for me uh, because Coach gave his speech about thinking, about, go to bed the night before thinking about who you're gonna hug, and you know him. He told me before the game he was running to me, and that's exactly what he did. Um, but in that moment, man, you're you're just trying to figure out. You're just running around, uh, hugging whoever whoever you see. Uh, I mean, you're you It's it's so. I I just remember running around like I didn't even go see my dad because I was so focused on who I was who I was hugging on the court. Uh, you know, it's it's it's. I, it's hard to explain, man. It's like you work so hard to get there and. Uh, you know, you finally accomplished it. And like I said, you're on top of the world. So, you know, just I wanted to make sure I hugged every single person I could. And um, that was that was the big thing, man. It's, you know, you got guys crying. You got guys, you just see the biggest smiles of your life, of their life. And that's, that's the best thing. These are guys that you went to war with for almost a year since uh you know the the previous national championship game and these are guys that you love these are your brothers for the rest of your life and you know just to be able to experience that moment with them uh you know like i said it's something that i'll hold for the rest of my life and i don't know if there's too many things that will top it honestly all right let's take a quick break here so i could remind everyone about johnny t-shirt they've been serving the UNC fan on Franklin Street since 1983. They're the go-to shop when it comes to all things Carolina apparel. Johnny T-Shirt has a great variety of products, and they have a ton of stuff for you to stay warm this winter, whether it's UNC beanies, UNC hoodies, UNC jackets, whatever you want, Johnny T-Shirt has you covered. If you're going to be in Chapel Hill for a basketball game, They've got everything your heart could desire. They've got your basketball jerseys, your basketball T-shirts. Again, if if you want it, I'm sure that Johnny T-shirt has you covered. And they're going to have the great customer service that you're looking for. It's always great to support your local businesses. And Johnny T-shirt has been doing that on Franklin Street 
for a long time, and they are a proud sponsor of Inside Carolina. So it's only right for you guys to, in turn, show them a ton of love. You could visit them on Franklin Street or online at johnnytshirt.com. And don't forget, Inside Carolina premium subscribers save 10% off their orders. All right, let's get back to Kenny Williams. Your junior season, you shoot 40% from three, which was a pretty big leap. You shot the ball well your sophomore year, but going from like 32% to over 40% is a pretty considerable leap. You were always described as a great shooter, but why do you think it really started to click for you there? I think it was probably more responsibility. Um, you know, I was looked on to, to do a little bit more, so I had to be a little more aggressive. I had to put in a little more work. But also the guys that I was playing with, um, you know, it was easy to get open shots. It was easy to get shots in rhythm. Um, you know, Luke was playing well. Luke, Luke was playing great. Uh, Joel was being Joel and, you know, teams had to key in on them. So it left me open, um, a lot. I benefited from that. And then, you know, you got a guy like Theo who was more worried about getting us the ball in our spots than him scoring. So that made it a lot easier also just being able to, uh, having him to feed me the ball in rhythm. And I didn't really, I didn't really have to worry about getting my own shot because, I knew Theo would give me shots when I needed them and where I needed them. So I think that made it a lot easier. You and Luke May came in together. What was it like for you to see him turn into probably one of the best stories in college basketball and be one of the best players in college basketball? It was great, man. Um, you know, wasn't really a surprise, uh, to, to say the least, because, you know, I, we had seen it from the day he stepped on campus that Luke was, he was, he could score the ball, he could shoot the ball. And, you know, I played with him. He was on my team in a camp in high school and he rebounded the ball the same way that he does. Um, so it was, it was no surprise at all. Um, I think the biggest surprise for me was how much he dunked the ball in his last couple of years. Um, just because, you, you know, you look at Luke, you don't think athletic, you don't really think, um, you know, somebody that's going to dunk a whole lot, no disrespect to him, but, um, you know, he, he, it was great to, it was great to watch, uh, you know, it was great to be a part of. And, you know, once he took off, he took that thing and ran with it. So, uh, like I said, it wasn't really a surprise. We had seen it. We've seen the work he puts in. Um, so it, it was, it was incredible, man. Just coming in with him, especially with, so many people saying, oh, this is the worst North Carolina class in history. I mean, we saw that as high schoolers. And, um, you know, I think I think he, we proved everybody wrong in that regard. Speaking of fan favorites, I think one of the reasons UNC fans love you so much is that, yeah, you're a great shooter, but you were willing to do the little things that help the team win. Like I tweeted this last year. I'm not sure if it's an official stat, but Kenny Williams has to be UNC's all-time charge leader by at least 100. What is it about you that you are so willing to do the little things that often players don't want to do or don't think to do? I just want to win. That's that's all that is, man. And, you know, it was – I didn't need to score 20 points a night 
for us to win. We had guys who were doing that. We had guys who had proven they uh, were more than capable of doing that every night. So how could I contribute? And um, that was the way. I mean, getting it on defense, taking charges, uh, guarding the best team's best player. And, you know, when it came down to it, making shots. And, um, you know, that was the big thing. I just winning fueled that. And, um, you know, that's that's why I do it, man. Uh, because, you know, a lot of the times when you have guys like that on the, on a good team, you come out on, on, on the winning end. So that was all that was, man. It was just me wanting to win and me wanting to contribute. And that was my way of contributing. Uh, you know, if the shot wasn't falling or if, you know, somebody else was, it was their night, I still could, I still could make an impact on the game defensively or, you know, doing the little things, getting on the floor, things like that. So, um, winning, winning is the reason I was willing to do that, honestly. Your last six games against Duke, you finished an impressive four and two, and they had some loaded teams talent wise. What's it like playing in those games and more importantly, being on the right side, winning those games? I think being on the right side is, is really important, but, you know, just being able to play in that game, it, it was huge for me. Um, you know, just growing up watching it, um, you know, wondering what it's like and then, you know, being able to experience it, uh, I think, 10 times, 10 or 11 times. Uh, it it <laughs> it's it's incredible, man. Like I can't I can't even that's that's always the game you look forward to and that's 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 for everybody. Uh, you know, especially you know, you going on campus uh the day of the game and you know, you can feel a different buzz. You know, everybody's got their jersey on already, everybody's excited. You know, you go on Franklin Street and you know, there's places with, with lines already for people to get in and watch the game. That's it's it's fun. Uh, you know that game is fun. It's it's electric. The whole the whole state is buzzing really. Um, and then you know to come out on top. You know that's that's such an important thing, especially at home. Uh, you know you you win and you see all the students filing out to get on Franklin Street early. Um, I think. You know that was that was the most that was one of the better things to watch. Um, and then one year we even took the bus. We won in Cameron and we took the bus down Franklin Street. And there were still people there. Um, so it's things like that uh, that you can enjoy about winning against Duke, knowing that you know it's such a big deal to everybody, and um, everybody wants us to do it just as me, just as much as we want to do it. So playing in playing in it is great. But winning in it is a whole nother feeling. What was it like for you on campus where you guys are basically like celebrities? People want to talk to you. People want to take pictures with you. What was that for you like getting adjusted to that kind of lifestyle? You know, it's 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 fun at first, uh, you know, just being known almost everywhere you go. Uh, somebody saying hi to you, somebody wanting a picture or something. Um, but it can get a little overwhelming, um, after a while. Um, you know, I, I, I can remember a lot of times 
uh, you know, just especially when you're with the group. If you're with the group, uh, you know, you're you're gonna get noticed just because the people know who you are. You're on TV. Uh, so a lot of times I would go eat um, by myself, not just not so I not just to get away from people, but because it's a little more quiet and I'm able to be by myself for a couple of minutes. Um, but I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade for anything. Uh, you know, it's, it's all genuine. The people really care. Um, so it's, it's, that makes it a good thing. Uh, like I said, it just can get a little overwhelming sometimes. Um, especially when, you know, there's a point where, you know, we may have to be somewhere and, you know, we, it, it feels kind of rude that, you know, we have to tell somebody that we ought to be in a hurry or we can't do something. So, um, you know, it, it has its ups and downs for sure. Having the headphones on always helps, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> headphones and hood helps a lot. <laughs> I went back and I watched your senior night speech. How emotional of a day and a moment was that for you? It might have been the most emotional day of my four years. Uh, just because, you know, there's, I couldn't even make it past the pregame celebration without crying. That's, I think that's, that says a lot because um, I thought I was good. I thought it was going to be during my speech, but, um, you know, it's just realizing that that's the last game and it's coming to an end. Um, you know, you, I wouldn't, I knew I wouldn't be at a special place like Carolina again. So it's, it's, it's tough, but, you know, it's it's a part of it. Uh, I think senior night is a special night because we gave, we we are able to get the mic in front of everybody and thank thank everybody publicly. Um, you know, you don't really get the chance to do that a lot. So it's it was a special night, but it was definitely emotional. I I definitely cried a little more than I wanted to that night. To be honest with you. All right, let's take one last quick break for a word from our sponsors. Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, we're back. Now all the all the basketball accomplishments are great, but you graduated and you got your degree with Luke May and Justin Jackson. What was that like for you to be able to accomplish that goal and share that moment with guys that you consider your brothers? It was huge. Um, you know, as soon as Justin left, um, we kind of started talking about it like, hey, you might as well just go ahead and finish school and come graduate with us. And then, you know, he started started working on it and it became an actual thing. And just to be able to share that moment with him, 
it was a lot of fun, uh, especially with him being in Chapel Hill. Um, you know, it, it was it was a good time, and you know, that's that's such a big moment. So, um, him him being there, him being a part of it after rooming, rooming with us for uh, two years was it was a lot of fun just being able to do that with your brother. You lived with. Justin, like you mentioned, for a couple of years, you lived with Cam Johnson for two years and you lived with Luke May for all four years. So I thought we should play a game called Luke, Justin, Cam, where I'll give you a question <laughs> and you say which roommate it applies to the most. OK, let's do it. Who was the messiest roommate? Got to go, Cam. How about the opposite? Who was the cleanest? I'll say Justin. Justin made his bed every morning, so. Did you get on other people in the house about getting clean? No, not at all. <laughs> all right. Out of those three, who was the best cook? Ooh. Nobody really cooked the best of things. So I'll give that I'll give that to Luke because he actually tried. So Luke Luke can take that. It was a lot of going out and eating. Oh yeah, for sure. Who best video gamer? I think it depends on the game. If it's like a Madden or 2K, I'm going to go uh, Luke. If it's like a Fortnite or a Call of Duty, Justin takes that one for sure. Best athlete outside of basketball. So who would Luke. it be in what sport would Luke. they play? No question. Every sport, Luke. He's just dominated in everything? Football. It can be football. It can be tennis. It can be baseball. It can be ping pong. Luke is Luke is gonna win. He's gonna find a way to get good, and he's gonna win. The last one for this category is best style. So who's who? Do you see their outfits, and you're like, man, I kind of wish I could go in their closet and take some of their uh, outfits. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Cam and Justin Todd for that. They they pulled out some some fits that I'm like, okay, that's that's a good little. Uh, good little combination you got there. Since Justin's been in the league, he's taken his his fits to another level. Oh too. my gosh, Brooke, <laughs> Brooke is taking him to another level. <laughs> and if, I, I see, if I see him now and he has a fit on, I'm like, where, where did that come from? So I'm, I'm I'm happy for him in that. Okay, back to the the regular questions. I just have a couple more questions for you. What do you miss the most about Chapel Hill, and what was your go to food spot? The thing I miss most about Chapel Hill is, uh, you know, just being with the guys. Uh, that was, you know, that was a highlight of every single day. Even if we took a, even if we had a break, like for Christmas or something, um, you know, we still kept in touch with, through the group message. And, you know, I, I hated, not I hated, but I couldn't wait to get back to Chapel Hill to, you know, just to be around them again because. You know, we always have a good time. So I think I missed that the most. Um, my food place, I think I got to go with the classic Suttons. Um, just because, you know, their, <clears throat> their breakfast especially, um, you know, that was a go-to. I would eat, I could eat eating Suttons breakfast seven days a week if I wanted to. Um, and, you know, just the, the history, the what Suttons means to, to Franklin Street, really. Uh, you know, you go in there, you got all the pictures up. You see all the guys that have been in there. So I think just being in there, it's, it's a stable of Chapel Hill. 
You can't go wrong with Sutton. That's a, that's oh, not a at all. great answer. You've been around this current team, whether it's been at practices or games, and they're currently struggling. What would your message be to them as they try to turn their season around? Man, I would say they play a little bit harder, honestly. Um, you know, they're, they're playing hard, but, you know, this – it's this they're in this uh this little point in time where you know they're it's the second half and offensive games or teams are going on big runs against them and you know you people always say you can play a little bit more or harder you can give a little bit more and i think that's what they have to do right now um you know especially when things seem to not be going their way shots aren't going down whatever the case may be give that a little bit more. And I think that'll make up for a lot of mistakes. And I think, um, you know, if if you're given that effort, then, you know, coach can live with not making as many shots, but because, you know, you might, that that extra effort might give you the stop on defense that you need, or, um, you know, the extra effort might get you a layup that, instead of having to take the long three. So, um, you know, if they give that a little bit more, uh, you know, I think, I think it'll be enough to turn around their season. I mean, I've been, I've been in on teams where this has happened. Uh, my junior year, I mean, we were five and five in the ACC. We had just lost three in a row. We had to figure it out. And, you know, guys started giving more. And I think that's when our season turned around. So if, if they can get everybody on the same page to start giving more, I think, they can, they'll, they'll be able to turn their season around. Last question for you. What does being a part of the Carolina basketball family mean to you? It means so much more now uh, that I've seen, that I've seen it up close, like how it is when you leave. Um, you know, I remember, you know, being on campus and guys coming in, um, you know, fellowshipping with them, hang, hanging out with them, uh, playing pickup with them. But, um, you know, you got – I went to summer league. This was my first experience. You got a guy like Vince Carter who I'm warming up. I'm in my layup lines, and he calls me first off by name, and we dive up, we share a hug, and, you know, we started to talk, but I was warming up. And he he didn't want me to to miss any of that. So, um, you know, it's 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 really when you leave is when you realize it and and you get the real uh, feel of it. But um, I can't say it's it's if not. I don't. There's there's no other school that I've seen do it like that. Honestly, where guys who played in the '90s are, you know, talking to guys who played in the 2010s. So uh, it's one of the more, it's, it's might be one of the most special uh, groups to be a part of. And, uh, you know, we show it, we show it day in and day out that it's, it's the most special bond in terms of college basketball to be a part of. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a great feeling knowing that, you know, these guys, are going to look out for me no matter what. Um, 
and I'm going to make sure I'm okay just because we both put that jersey on no matter if it's they put it on in the 70s or and I put it on in 2010s or what the what the years were they're going to look out for me because I put the jersey on thanks for taking the time to talk with me today Kenny I had a great time catching up with you and just want to wish you on behalf of everybody here at Inside Carolina good luck the rest of the season thank you I appreciate you Thanks for listening to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com. Brought to you by T-Shirt.com. Where to go for your next Tar Heel gear purchase.